0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Forum Podcasts. My name is Anthony Giorgio, and I'm the video and podcast director for The Forum. This episode, I'm in the studio with the entire forum editing staff. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. And we all just wanted to let you know that we are hiring for next year's editing staff. We are hiring for, let's see, what positions do we have? Editor in chief. We have my job, the video and podcast director. We have the business and advertising director. We have managing editor. Uh, layout and production. We have Lauren. What's your official title? Digital producer. Digital producer. And finally, we have our social media manager. So that's everyone. I don't know if uh, anybody would like to come up to the mic and say what a what a joyful experience being a forum editor has been in their lives.
1: I'm Lauren Chagro, and I'm the digital producer. Working with the forum has been really great. I've been here for two years. It's given me a lot of expe- a lot of experience to work with clients and really get um, my work out into the world and i love seeing things published and i love working as a team
0: if you would like to be a member of the forum editing staff for the 2022-23 school year good lord that feels weird to say then go ahead and apply applications are open now through march 16th 2022 if you're hearing this on saint patrick's day it is too late do not apply You might be asking yourself, or you might be asking me, Anthony, where do I find this application? Well, there's a few different places. Issue seven, which is on the racks currently, will have a QR code in the hiring ad. You can scan that on your phone and it will open up the application. Any one of our social media pages, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, you can find all of those at WC Forum Media. We'll have the application in our link tree, in our bio. Also. If all else fails, you can email the current editor-in-chief, because the next editor-in-chief might be you. Email the current editor-in-chief, Kat Taylor, at forumeditor at westminstercollege.edu, and she will send you the application. Again, applications close March 16th. Just go ahead. Go ahead and apply. What have you got to lose? Do it. Today's episode of the Forum Podcast is a little bit different, dare I say, heartwarming. In this episode, Forum staff reporter Casey Carter sits down with her roommates from her first year here. She's a senior now and she still lives with these people. In this episode, they talk about how their friendship has developed together over the last four years and what their found family means to them. Take a listen everyone and enjoy.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Casey Carter. I'm a staff reporter at the Forum and today's topic is found family on campus. Home is a place that you let all your guards down, and for a lot of students, college is a time where your home life can drastically shift, whether that means moving to a completely different state or just leaving the house that you grew up in. Today, I'm sitting down with my college roommates to reminisce on our four years living together. We discuss how we went from strangers sharing a roof together to close-knit group of friends that consider each other family. Hi,
2: my name is Olivia Orfanakis-Ward. I go by live. I use she, they pronouns. I'm a fourth year at Westminster, and I study political science. Hi, my name is
3: Sage Stewart. I use they them pronouns and I'm a fourth year communication major.
1: So we actually met online through Westminster's roommate matchmaker platform in the summer of 2018 and then we met in person on move-in day of our freshman year in our Oldwell apartment. The only thing I can really remember from that first day was like giving you guys a group hug in the living room. What do you guys remember from your first few weeks living together? I just remember how excited
2: I was to meet new people. I had Been so excited uh, the couple weeks leading up to move-in day. um, I was also so nervous. I remember being so scared just uh, if I was going to come off the right way to you guys. But I really remember that first night. I just knew, like, something hit that I knew that this was the place I was meant to be, and these were the people that I was meant to be with.
3: I remember being very, very happy that I was not in my parents' house anymore. And also very very happy that these were the people that were around me like it wasn't a uh, step down very obviously but I think probably the most vivid memory I have from the first couple weeks we were on campus uh was well what I thought at the time was breaking my ankle and I in the middle of the night and then I walked back up to my old apartment went to bed Woke up the next morning, and I was like, no, yeah, it's broken. It's not good. And texted the group chat saying, can someone take me to the ER?
1: No rush. (laughs) 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 They literally said, can someone take me to the ER? No rush. (laughs) And immediately, of course, we
2: were right on it. I remember taking them to the ER right away. And
1: we were also like, Sage, You can, like, ask us to go to the ER.
3: (laughs) No, that was the worst thing, is that you guys uh, had to make a point of that. Like, no, you can count on us. But also then it was like, oh,
1: I can count on you guys. Cool. So there were five of us living together in that apartment, but the three of us always kind of had a special connection. Do you think that there was a specific reason for that? I mean, I just, yeah, I think it's just sometimes you meet people and you, off the bat, you
3: click. And I think that's what it was for us three, and I'm obviously very grateful for it.
2: I think all of us were also looking for this sense of home. I remember that being a big conversation piece for us, like when we started to get close, and the idea of home and sharing that amongst friends and home being not a place,
1: but like this feeling of friendship. So let's back up a little bit. Where are you both from and what was your transition like from living with your families to living with a group of strangers?
3: I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I think it's interesting that you phrased the question that way because looking back at my family life with like my family of origin, it felt like I was living with a group of strangers most days. Um, Like we just didn't share a lot of common space together and almost immediately, like, that was very normal in our apartment. And I've grown to learn that that's just normal. You share the space together with the, the people you share a house with. Um, but yeah, I, I felt especially at home just being able to, like, spend a, a substantial amount of time outside of my room.
2: Um, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. I grew up here and Came here for college. Um, Moving out of my parents' house was a very exciting experience for me. Um, I was counting down the days to move. Um, I could not wait to meet new people and change my environment. And I am so excited that that's the decision that I made.
1: Obviously a lot happens in a year, but do you remember a moment in our first year together that you realized that we were going to be in each other's lives for a long time? (laughs) I just remember the like belly laughs that we
2: shared in that apartment that first year and just the excitement of getting to know each other and just I don't know we made each other laugh so much and yeah I will always just like cherish all those memories
3: no I think that's my is I can't think of a specific moment that made me
2: realize that but like maybe that's good because like we can't think because we, we did so much we there, you know, our nights where we did make up in front of the TV and uh, made our family dinners for our friends and you know, invited family over to our apartment to see it. And yeah, I just don't think it's a, a specific moment. I think
3: I have like turning points in my head of when I felt a lot closer to you guys. I know at one point I, we started calling live, live rather than Olivia and that was a big moment in my my catalog of our friendship.
2: Definitely felt like my idea of myself has changed and you guys like being witness to that has like also brought us closer. I mean I feel like we've all like totally transformed from where we were four years ago. Um, But yeah I I mean I go by live now because of you guys and before that only my family called me that and you guys are my family now and I really like I I don't know we have matching tattoos we're like
1: we're we're a part of each other's lives if anyone's wondering we all have big tattooed on our big toe <laughs> really creative with that one yeah feel free to copy that one <laughs> for me my moment was at one of Liv's first family parties specifically soup night oh and- <laughs> Soup night is the best. I remember walking in and being introduced to all your extended family as if we were like new members of your family and I didn't really know it at the time but we kind of were. (laughs) So after our first year living together on campus in our old apartment we decided to move into our own little house off campus. Um, Did this decision scare either of you? Uh, What kind of thoughts were you having making this big of a decision as 19 year olds? I felt like it was time
2: for us to move on from the like on-campus life and to kind of experience more like Salt Lake life. And that was a really special time for us, I think. Uh, we gained a lot of independence.
3: Honestly, when I think about that, I don't think it was a lot of work for me at all, because I just came back uh, a month after you guys had been in the house, and uh, you guys had gotten the Wi-Fi up, I think.
2: We did all the homeowner stuff. <laughs>
1: It was a real time of growth for us. Liv and I had a lot of fun on KSL, finding oh, yeah. some <laughs> fun furniture and making our house colorful. Going to yard sales every weekend. We made it cute. We made it ours. Yeah, that for me was like one of the first times that I got to like kind of put my creativity into the in- interior design. Um, were there any like specific pieces that you guys remember obtaining? Can we talk about that blue velvet couch that we wanted to work so badly and so i had my mind set on a blue velvet couch we've
2: all been there you see the pinterest couch you want it exactly right (laughs) i found
1: a beautiful one on ksl it looked great Liv and i rented a u-haul to go pick it up drove a u-haul about 40 minutes down south i don't know where (laughs) And we got there and the couch looked horrible, but we put it in our U-Haul anyways and took it back to our house and used it for about half a year. Yeah. You always have the vision of like a cute couch that like ties the whole room
2: together, but then you don't really take into account the fact that a velvet couch that was made in the seventies is really uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) So I feel like for me, a lot of pivotal moments in my college career happened in that second year at that house um what's something that you guys will remember from that house as like a core college memory
2: I remember I'm gonna bring it up but um the pandemic um that happened that year and I remember you guys left me and I was alone in that house but being at that house without you two it just made me miss you guys so much and that's what really made like the pandemic hard was and that transition really hard
1: was not having you guys and um i remember walking out of that house with my little bag packed looking back at you two sitting on the couch and being like well see ya (laughs) and sage said see you in two weeks have a good spring break it was not two weeks i didn't see you guys in person for an entire year (laughs) did you ever think that we'd end up back together
2: i always knew we'd end up back together i really did I honestly couldn't imagine finishing out my college experience without you two. I, it was scary for a moment. I, I was scared. There's a there was definitely a moment where I was like, "Am I ever gonna be with my friends again? Are we going to have that college experience?" But I don't know. I, I think we're doing the best we can right now.
3: I would think I was probably as alone as we any of us were because I was in the middle of Kentucky, absolute nothingness for. The- like, the first part of the pandemic, when it was pretty bad. Um, but I knew that we'd all make our way back to the same house for last year. I agree with Liv in the sense that it just felt right, and we do really, like, gel as
1: roommates very well. Do you guys think we're perfect roommates?
3: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not perfect. <laughs> I completely agree. Um, if you but... walked into our house on an average weekday night, you... It's not that clean. <laughs> <laughs> to me, we
3: really are more than just roommates because I I would pick better roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Dishes, laundry. I think we all are very similar in like our ADHD habits meets housework. And it would be nice to have people that
2: were just like did everything. My biggest advice for anyone going into college and is scared about who they're going to live with is have an open mind. Um, Don't psych yourself out. Don't get in your head too much. Just be open to the experience and also don't take yourself too seriously because you might go into college feeling a certain way about yourself and thinking you know everything and then three years go by and you're a totally different person. So Be open to the experience, be open to change, be open to learning, be open to unlearning, and just be ready to have fun.
3: Yeah, just recognizing that you're going to, it's going to be different. So take that moment to breathe before you're in the thick of it. Luckily for us, our roommate situation ended up very great. But that's not always the case. That also doesn't mean that's bad. Like it's okay to just, share a space with someone and not feel like
2: your bestie's 24/7. I consider us extremely lucky. Like we our case worked out. Like <laughs> I'm so blessed that that little matchmaking website put me with you guys. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done without you two.
3: Me just thinking about like where we're at now and where we were 4 years ago move-in day, I just think about how very different physically we looked like in just our express self-expressions but then also all the w- like uh i guess more like abstract ways we've changed like it's just visualized in that for me so like when i look at you guys i'm like wow remember when live was the token straight roommate <laughs> Or remember when the literal only piece of information I knew about Casey was that she liked Terry
2: Styles, And now we're just so much more complex than these things. I mean, yeah, I went into college thinking that I was, you know, straight, and now I'm not. And that's just a part of college. (laughs) Living with you guys, I was able to be myself in a way that I wasn't before. Um, Living with you guys really allowed me to just be free and kind of explore the person that I wanted to be Um, because you know I, I grew up in Salt Lake and it is it's a pretty tough culture out here so to find people that support you and love you no matter what is was a very special thing that I I needed in order to be
1: myself. Have you had any like full circle type of moments since we've been living together this year?
3: Guys, we have two little kitties. Actually, we only have one little cat in our house right now. And that, i it's not a full circle moment. But it does feel like, yeah, we're growing. We're full circle from
2: sneaking a cat into the dorms. Oh, my <laughs> and God. T- and we have our own house now with our own cat.
3: You're so <laughs> full circle. Full circle. And disclaimer,
2: we did not sneak anything into the dorms. This is allegedly a joke.
3: Uh, I think someone allegedly snuck a cat into our apartment.
1: It wasn't us, though. Yeah, I don't know allegedly. who did that. <laughs> our sophomore year, we tried to start a podcast together. I think we recorded maybe five minutes of the first episode, but I did design full cover art.
3: Like, what were we even thinking we were going to do?
1: It was called Happy Days. I thought it was called Third Eye. That was an option. <laughs> wasn't that already taken? Oh, Okay. Anyways, I feel like this is a full circle moment because I've always wanted to record a podcast with you guys, and I just think it's fun to sit down and have a conversation together, so I'm glad that we finally got to do it in our senior year. I was worried
3: that we'd never actually make it through a podcast with the <laughs> way we go on tangents.
0: Well, Sage, it sounds like you all were finally successful. To all of our listeners out there, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Forum Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to follow the Forum Podcasts on whatever platform you use. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps boost our reach and our numbers. You can also always, of course, find more of our content on our website at wcforummedia.com, on any of our social media. Also, WC Forum Media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, of course pick up the print edition we have so so many of them please if you see a copy of the forum just pick it up it needs a home our poor newspapers everyone they 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 want to be used as newspapers and read and enjoyed because if they're not read and enjoyed at the end of the month if they don't have a safe home to go to then they're turned into wrapping paper they're turned into uh packaging cushions and uh you know in in some very dire cases fire starters so please pick up a print edition of the forum and and i'll just be here down here in the forum office podcast studio Uh, probably just uh hang out here until the the next episode i i live i live to crank out content for you all, and uh Man, it's lonely when Kat's not here to help me do these bumpers. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.